Hey, brother. Hello, brother. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 9 of Match Wits. That is Chris, who's disappointed that the Browns lost. And this is Steve, also disappointed that the Browns lost to the Seahawks, which is the local team here where I live in Seattle. Boo. How was that for the <laughs> rebanked intro? Was what, that good? What do I always say, Steve? Always. <laughs> Browns gonna Browns. Browns. Browns gonna do what Browns gonna do. I Dad sent that to me, and I was getting ready to send that exact text to him because it's usually I wait till after the game is over and I send that to him. He sent it to me before I could send it to him, and I just started laughing. Yeah, we get to see him in like a month. Anyways, nope. moving on. So we're not going to talk about the Browns. Uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, if you're new to Match Wits, uh, it's a nostalgia-infused pop culture podcast where my brother and I talk about all sorts of different things. Uh, this episode uh, is the second episode in our October, what we'll call uh, uh, The Assignment, uh, <laughs> where Chris is going to give me a uh, horror-slash-Halloween movie to watch, uh, maybe a more obscure movie. Uh, I'm going to watch it and report back. Um, but before we do that, uh, we like to kick off these these episodes with uh, yeah, something a little pop culturally or or whatever. I got no nostalgia. I, I guess I have a little bit of nostalgia today to go through. But I, this is more of a rant, and this is where I want my my brother um, to explain something to me. I asked my kids the same question. So uh, I was traveling this week, and I'm coming back on the plane to Seattle. It's Friday night. It's a long week. I'm in a window seat, and the woman next to me. Now the, the the plane hasn't taken off yet. Like we, because I I have status with whatever airline, I sit towards the front, so I get to board early. So I'm sitting there in the window seat, minding my own business. Woman gets in the aisle seat. She's talking on the phone, which is fine. Uh, People talk on the phone. The door hasn't closed yet. But what I can't figure out is, and this is Chris, where I need you to explain it to me, and then I'll tell you what my kid said when I when I asked him the same question. Okay. Is when did we stop learning how a telephone works? How so? And what I mean did she is, have it on speaker. No. So what? Yeah. And what? What I don't understand is, if you look at the history of the telephone, the original old school telephones that are kind of cool, like they mounted to a wall, had a microphone that was fixed on the wall. And then it had a cord that went to the speaker that you held up to your ear. There are two different things. They have to go across the wire. And you talk that way. You put a listening speaker to your ear so you can hear, but then you also uh, speak into the, the microphone apparatus so the other person can hear. And oftentimes you don't want those things to, you know, crosstalk. All right. So sure. as we as we evolve the telephone, right, you'll see old like they had the phone. Actually, the first microphone, like some of the ones, they actually the the, the end of the receiver curved around so that it would point right at your mouth. Right. Because that's the optimum position for a microphone to be right in front of where the sound's coming from. And then the other piece went to the ear. Right. And then sure. if you go back to the phones that we had, both the, the ones that were mounted to the wall with the 40 foot cord that we could take out the front door is that you had the ear, the, the piece that went to your ear, the earpiece. And then you had the microphone that would conveniently sit by your by your mouth. Right. Even when we went cordless, same approach. And then we came up with the cell phone, the flip phones actually put the mic again in front of your face. When did we start holding the phone with the microphone pointing at us in the speaker as far away from the person talking as possible and then putting it on speaker so everybody around you can hear your conversation. Yeah. When did that happen? I, I, I don't know. 
and I hate it. <laughs> I hate <laughs> it's I ridiculous. hate every every moment. Like sometimes I get it. Like I, sometimes I hear people having like business calls or something like that, and for some reason, if they're in their ha- in their car or somewhere, that they can do that. But it's more times than not, it's people having inane stupid conversations about nothing and they're like in the line at the local convenience store and you just hear them talking about well yeah i think i might go see joker on friday and you're like really you need to talk about that woman was talking about wearing she was going to seattle to meet up with some guy or something she was not like she wasn't like a teenager she was you know middle age whatever sure younger than me but you know she's probably in her 30s maybe early 40s and she's talking about what T-shirt she's going to wear to Whistler or whatever, which is the ski resort up in Canada that's right around here. Like literally pointless conversation on speakerphone on an airplane. But holding – like holding it – I don't – phones don't work that way. Hold them up to your head. No. no. Yeah, so I, it, asked, I asked my kids this question and I didn't say how old the person was or everything. She's like, how, how old? I was like, I don't know. She's like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't somebody our age because we don't talk on the phone. No, <laughs> which I thought was funny. So the teenagers, they don't do talking. They don't no. do talking on the phone. So somewhere between the transition from analog phones to cell phones to what we have today, people stop teaching their kids how to talk on the phone. As the oh. only explanation I have. Or people are just dumb, dude. Like I saw, I, I saw like an Allstate commercial, or, or I can't remember what it was, but I pointed it out to Charlie right during the football game. There's a guy sitting in a cab, and he's doing the same thing. Like yep. the, he's holding the phone as far away from his mouth as he can, which puts the earpiece. I don't know. Steve, just, Dom, Domino's had an entire ad campaign based around the, the concept of a guy running with giant scissors. Like, do you realize how ridiculous that is? You have an entire marketing campaign about this guy going to these, what I think it was like Domino's Hotspots or something, which was a cool idea that you can get pizza delivered to like this beach, the section of beach. But on the, the commercial was a guy running with scissors. Like literally the whole ad campaign was based around that. So no, I don't think people are very smart. And I don't think people <laughs> that work in these giant corporations are smart either. Like that's how stuff like this happens and it permeates and having it in mass advertising makes it socially acceptable, which it shouldn't be. You should okay. smack that phone so, out of that person's <laughs> hand or have a coughing fit in their general vicinity until they feel uncomfortable enough that they either walk away or they say, I have to call you back. Yeah. And at so, which point you just stare a hole through the back of their heads until they say, what? Just go, yes. that's rude. And so just I've said that to Maya, right? So Maya's been on the pod. She was on, uh, what was she on? Uh, season seven, episode six. We talked about villains. Yep. So I said that. The, so we're talking about this at dinner last night. I was like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start smacking phones out of people's hands. And she immediately came back and said, justified, yes, uh, <laughs> acceptable, no. Well, sure. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're right. You're right. So. Anyways, I just but I didn't all, know if I the, I don't know if I missed something like if they changed no. the phone design, or if people just be, have become so wrapped up in themselves and become so narcissistic that they forget yep. about That's people around them and exactly. they forget like I can get that maybe if you're by yourself, but it still doesn't it doesn't produce better audio no. for the person on either end. Like the. So, the, I don't know. the yeah, the phone's designed to be held against your ear. Like, that's the way the microphone and the speaker are designed to give you the optimum yes. quality. So you're turning it on a crappy speaker and t- holding it, like, at a different angle from away from your face. Like, right. Just, and now, but then now the microphone can pick up what's coming out of the speaker, which creates crosstalk, feedback, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. 
Yeah. All right. So I'm not I'm not just a, a crotchety old guy. This is a back this is in a my day. I used to hang the phone up on a wall with I a know, cord. but that wasn't. Yeah, but I had that. But then we had. <laughs> we, I followed the evolution of the phone. I know how to talk on a phone. When did we stop teaching our kids how to? I don't know. I, I thought I, I thought I was like. I don't know. It, bo- it bothered me more than it probably should have, but I just wanted to relax. I was, again, the, the plane door hadn't closed yet, but like, and then I was on the, uh, I was right after she was, or while she was doing this, and literally, you know how tight the seats are on a plane. Like, literally, I, I can, I can hear this guy breathing on the, and, and then Vince calls me, and I'm like whispering because I didn't want him to be like, "Hey, what's going on? Yeah, how you doing?" Hmm. I, I would I'm have on, never thought to put plane. him on speakerphone, hold it, like fully extend my arm so that it, um, you know, my elbow straight. And then talk on it that way. Yeah. I can't. Well, think about. I think that's a good. I think that's a good sign of where we have where we have evolved as society. Sure. Sure. Just think about how dumb the average American is, and realize half the population is dumber than that. Oof. Yep. Oof. Thank you. Thank you, George Carlin. I literally one of my like five <laughs> quotes that I always come back to. It's, yeah. That's my fan. I know you, we probably could fan about Directv, and we could probably fan about <laughs> NFL officiating. But uh, let, let's keep let's go let's move 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 forward. Uh, before we get into the witch, which I did watch, um, the witch, the witch, and I, I actually typed it in in my notes here as the the double double V, the double V C H. Did did you look at Maya's typewriter? Does it have a W? Uh or does it only have two Vs? Not I did not look. I forgot. It was been did, a busy week. Did she like um, it at least? Her typewriter? Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about it. She loves it. No. Loves I only it. I only saw the pictures that you posted. I you yeah, said yeah. you no, were... loves it. She already typed a note to her cousin <laughs> on it. We gotta figure out how to get the margins working because it looks like a it looks like a ransom note. <laughs> um, but no, she loves it. She's using it, so pretty pretty cool. Clack, clack, yeah. clack, 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 it was clack. A, it was a big hit and the um the special edition uh, Nightmare Before Christmas uh, <laughs> Vans old school skate highs that I got her uh-huh. that went on sale right before her birthday and I bought and they sold out like in a couple hours. Um, That's cool. She really liked those too. That's cool. So, all right, moving on. So before we jump into the witch, um, I want you want to talk about El Camino. Sure, you watched it on so, the plane, right? I watched. So yeah, so we and we've talked about this on the podcast before when they when they announced the. Uh, the movie kind of what would you call it? Is a continuation of the sequel? The, the Jesse, yeah. yeah, sequel. The Jesse Pinkman uh, continuation or his side of the story or whatever relative to the Breaking Bad, right? Kind of picks oh. up at like literally at the end of uh, Breaking Bad, where it was six years ago, oh. um, and kind of picks up. It kind of even picks up a little bit earlier, right? Kind of, kind of tweet. It kind of weaved in parts of the finale. Uh, to it, and then did it well, in a mo- in a movie format, like a two hour movie format. Yeah, they they did a lot of it was like from Jesse. I mean, most of the story is Walter's, so like the show yeah. always followed Walter's point of view. So the this movie was more Jesse's side. So even like the flashbacks were more from Jesse's point of view rather than what we saw in the show. Like the first time he's sitting with Walter at the diner, and he's eating like that plate full of food. We used to, we saw it from Walter's point of view the last time we saw it so it right. felt yep. different but yeah yeah so that that part of it i liked uh, so i liked a lot of it first of all aaron paul's great right he's great uh, he did it in the, in the jesse pinkman character remains like this i would say tortured soul where sure. deep down he's like good guy whereas walter white deep down 
you would question whether he was a good guy, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but Jesse Pinkman always like that, it, that was the, always the interesting part of that that um, Walter White um, and Jesse Pinkman dynamic was they were going in opposite directions, right? One was coming from the spot trying to better himself and get like good-hearted kid, and Walter White was kind of you know felt like he'd never done anything, was trying to quote quote break bad. Right. So. I, I just thought that like, again that carries the movie. I was I, overall I was happy with it. Um, you know I like the way I, I like the way they weave stuff in. My challenge was it's been six years. It's been six years. Six years, Steve. I meant I meant to go back and watch like the last like three episodes of Breaking Bad just to get caught up with everybody. Like just to figure out like as I for the longest time didn't realize who the guy he went to the vacuum repair shop was. I didn't remember for the longest time, and then I figured it yeah, out yeah. as we went along. Oh, okay, and then it kind of re- like recalled. So it—that's the only thing I kind of missed. It was we because you, you jumped directly back in that story yeah. right away with not. I mean, I even watched the whatever the three or four minute refresher called whatever the story so far. It was like the recap of all of Breaking Bad, which was good. It caught me up at least to a certain point to remember certain plot points, but it was. I didn't want to say jarring, but it was just, it's been a while. It's been, yeah, it's yeah. been five or six years, and that's yeah, a long it's been time. Six years, yeah. And so I, I, I forgot, and I have to go back and watch. I was like, I know that the the kind of the the Dufutz guy like that was holding him hostage that had the El Camino. Yeah, uh, like, the Jesse Plemons character, the, the guy from Date Night and stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, but he was kind of the guy that was like, let him out. Like yeah. he was a solitary. He was, he was, you know, he was in Ta- the prison Ta- cell. Is the name Todd? I think. Yeah, I think so. But then he's like, "We got to go help me with something." And they put the, yeah. like he was just like matter of fact about everything. He yeah. was just kind of. I like I like Jesse Plemons a lot. I really yeah. like that character too. But I don't. I didn't. He's been in so much stuff since then. You know what I mean? Like right, so, it's been right. six years. Him and the the guy that plays one of his not Skinny Pete, but the other guy, the the tall doofus stoner. That's oh Jesse's yeah, yeah, play. yeah. Like I've seen him in so much since then. To get back into what character that was was just a little bit. It took some time. I mean, yeah. I, I I enjoyed seventy five percent of it, <laughs> which yeah. I guess is a good thing. Like I like the whole. I like the story itself. But it, do you agree, Steve? It just ended. Like it was just all of a sudden like, okay, now he's high fashion in Alaska. And that was just the end of it. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, that's it. And then I was like, you know, when when I kind of like reflected on a little bit, I was like, that's it. Like, that's the idea. Yeah. That's, that's what a new beginning is. It is, it's abrupt and it's where it goes from here. Nobody knows that was it. It was, it was that two hours of him escaping or trying to escape. Yeah. No, and it was done. There really was no well. happy ending. There was no sad right. ending. There was no nothing. There was, it was just, just it was just the ending. ending. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay with that. It just felt jarring. I remember yep. watching it and then I remember having to pause it to go to the bathroom and it still said there was like forty minutes left. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna get a little bit of closure and then there was the that standoff with the the guys from earlier for when he got when he got the money from Todd's fridge. Like that standoff was great. Oh, it was, yeah, I think that, yeah, that was the highlight. And it also showed, like, <laughs> just how, how he was, like, the way, yeah. how much he wanted his freedom and what he was willing to do. Um, 
Did you ever yeah. watch The Mick, Steve? The the sitcom. No, you've the told Mick. me about that before. Well, it's with the Sweet D from It's Always Sunny, but the guy the guy that played the the guy that he had the shootout with. The, that that actor plays like this burnout character in that that I don't remember what it was whatever his name Neil. Hold on, let me find it. I think his name was Neil, in this, but he's the guy that ended up having the shootout at the end with with Jesse Pinkman. But he was on the, and he's a completely different character. So it was, I tried to figure him out at first, and then all of a sudden I realized who he was, and I was like, oh, that's, and it just kind of threw me off a little. But and then it it just ended. It was just like, okay, yeah. cool, cool shootout. All right, he got the money, and then it's here's a turtleneck and a land cruiser. Go have fun in Alaska. <laughs> right. It's, it's just felt jarring, but I guess there's no other way to go. The, the Walter White flashback felt shoehorned. He didn't really need to be there. Like that, that scene really didn't do much in the context of it uh, outside of giving it a little bit of nostalgia, but. Oh, you mean when they were sitting at the diner? At the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, I see that they put it in to show that, at the beginning, Jesse was really supportive of Walter, and Walter was kind of, you know, he was sick at the time, and he wasn't full villain heel turn yet. But right, yeah, yeah, it just it felt tacked in. But I did, I like I said, I liked seventy five percent of it. So yeah, I would say I'd give it a solid B. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm about that. I think if I went back, I think if I was a like if I'd watched Breaking Bad all the way through a couple of times and all that, I, I think they they. There was a, a little bit of that catering to the fan. Sure. Yeah, I, I, the things that we missed or we forgot about, I'm sure that somebody who's watched this like as a diehard Breaking Bad fan sure. uh, they probably were like, oh, God, I can't believe they did that. There's probably stuff that we missed in there, too, that was subtle. Sure. And then right after Robert, like literally I watched it on Friday, Robert Forrester died Friday or Saturday. Yep. I didn't see right? that. The guy who played the, the vacuum cleaner guy. Yep. Yeah. That, that guy's awesome. Rest in peace. His character was great. I mean, again, overall, the whole thing was, the whole thing was really good. Um, I, I enjoyed it, and him ripping the whole apartment apart, looking for the money, and, yeah. and all that. Like, and him, like, yeah, not killing the cops because he thought they were cops, and then turn, them turned out to be the guys from the the welding shop. I mean, yeah. it was just, it, it, it was a, it was complete. Like, it was it, it completed the whole Jesse character arc, if sure. you will. Like. Is he bad? Is he good? Is he is he in? Is he out? And whatever. And just he went to Alaska. Oh, and the conversation with Mike, right at the where it must have been right before Walter showed up yeah. and, and killed Mike because they were standing around that that lake or that pond or whatever. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a fitting send off. It was yeah. just like it just it just felt like at the end it was like it just ended. It wasn't like a big crescendo or anything. There was the shootout, and then here's a. It was, in a, it was a it was a it was a cool old Land Cruiser. I like the the baby blue patina. Oh yeah, I almost big, bought one of those before I bought my uh, when I lived in Erie right after college. But right before yeah. I bought my Pathfinder, I went and looked at like three different times like that exact Land Cruiser. One of my it Keith, was up by up by Barron. My room, my roommate from had, college had one of those that they, they converted into a convertible, and he had so many problems with it. He got rid of it in like eight months. Like it was just. Really. Yeah, it was just trash, but yeah, so that was cool. It's a Toyota. All right, yeah. so you want to talk about the witch? <laughs> sure. I'm, right, cur- so- I'm curious because this is going to kind of dictate what I give you next. Okay, so 
I would really like your opinion on it. Let me tell you a couple of things that happened. So as I mentioned, <laughs> I flew I flew back from the – so I had a crazy week at work. I was in – I was in, on the East Coast in the D.C. area, a lot of long days, like not a lot of sleep, just, <laughs> you know, high, high, high stress. Then flew back, got home like 8 o'clock Friday night. Um, didn't watch it Friday night, right? And we knew I knew we were going to do the podcast. So I was like, I'm going to watch it Saturday night. <laughs> I was like, Janine's like, well, I'm, I'm in the witch stuff. I'll watch it. So, and again, if you haven't seen the witch, um, there's going to be a lot of spoilers here. So we turn it on, and we get uh, probably 180 seconds into the thing where the baby gets taken. Janine's like, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, so we turned it on. We watched like we're, we're on season two of like Master Chef. Yep. So we watch Gordon Ramsay. Watching that before bed, whatever. Use so, a cocktail stick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I turn it off. We watch that, and I'm like, I gotta like, all right. I, and this is what I would usually do on the weekends, but I've got the whole jet lag thing going on, or whatever. So, I'm drinking a Red Bull. I fall asleep watching Master Chef. So I wake up and it's like four o'clock in the morning. It's like, ah, oh, crap! I gotta watch this before the Browns game. So I watch. You the watch which? You watch it at four o'clock in the morning. Four like, o'clock half, this morning. Half delirious. No, nice. I woke up. I had a good night's sleep, but I fell asleep at like nine thirty. So I sure. uh, woke up, watch, and Janine woke up at like five fifteen or whatever. She's like, <laughs> "What are you watching?" And I was like, "Watching the end." I was like, "That's the end of that movie." I was like, "Look away." <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so luckily for me, I watched it inside because I'm not going out at four in the morning. A because it was freaking cold, sir. And, and B, it was a scary movie. Yes, it was. And it was a scary movie that had goats as the, the kind of the main yeah. demonic <laughs> presence, and with the with a goat with horns yeah. called Black Philip that looks. Yeah. A little bit similar to Gus, <laughs> the goat that we have. <laughs> so I watched it inside, and uh, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to like about that movie. Sure. Um, and I, I just oh, so the other thing, go rewind. Um, <laughs> I finished Peaky Blinders season five on the plane too. Right. Oh, I, had a, I had a four and a half hour plane ride. And it went by in a second because I watched El Camino and then I downloaded the last two episodes. I only had two episodes left of Peaky Blinders Season 5, of which the girl from The Witch <laughs> yeah. is in Peaky Blinders Season 5. She's yeah. married She's married to uh, Michael. Michael? Yeah, she's married to Michael or Finn. I don't remember. No, she... Doesn't matter. Michael. She's married to Michael. Anyways. Cool. Yes. But anyways, so same actress. I was like, oh my God, she looks familiar. Because she kind of looks like Taylor Swift or something. Sort of. She's Maybe. British, though. Isn't Taylor Swift? No. That's from a like, joke. She's from, like, fucking Youngstown Tennessee. or something. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. She's somewhere rural. <laughs> All right. But, now i got to Google where is Taylor Swift from. You don't really need to. I'm sure our audience really doesn't give a crap about where Taylor Swift's from. You said from. Youngstown. I don't think. I know Lady Gaga's from, like, Mechanicsburg or something. Um, she lived in Lancaster because her husband was from there. Her husband's family was from there, but that's what, her ex-husband. Whatever. Where did Taylor Swift grow up? Lancaster. Wyoming. Okay, that's right She's over by here. Like, yeah, West Reading. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, ah. I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> you, said, you said Youngstown, Ohio, which is nowhere near. Whatever. Wyoming. All right, moving on. So, here, here's my thing with the witch. Um, 
So right out of the gate, like baby disappears, crazy naked woman eating baby? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> like no, not sure what's going on there. And you're not then, supposed to. Like that was remember I told you to watch it. Did you watch it with subtitles on? I did. You did? It helps. Because yeah, otherwise, yeah. But it was like eerie music, eerie music, eerie music intensifying. <laughs> Steve, I, I know it's, it almost is like a cheat because you can actually, when you watch, because I usually, some, some of the stuff I either watch is, is in subtitles to begin with. It's in a foreign language that I don't speak or the dialogue's really important, but I don't want to turn it up really loud when Aaron and Brody are oh, in bed. Yeah. So I watch it with subtitles on, but it gives you... It, it it helps put the inflection on what's important and allows you to, like the music was important in that scene and the, it, the intensifying was important to what was oh, supposed yeah. to be happening versus, well, did I hear a fucking goat in the background again? Is Black Phillip around? Like, oh my God, what's going on? So Yeah, what did they call it? Goat loaning? Goat leaning? Leering? There was know. a name that they, they used every time the goat like made a sound. It said goat something. It wasn't a word I would often use. It br- like, it's not braying. What's the sound of goat? What's the sound a goat makes? <laughs> yeah, have fun with that Google history. A bleat. Bleeding. Goat bleeding. That's bleeding. right. You're right. Yes. Yes. But that's so what I, mean. I guess I missed some of that, but you had told me the goat was important. So I'm like, oh, God, the goats <laughs> are going to be the freaking bad guys. So, but anyways, so I thought they did a real good job with like the period piece yes. of it like it was very much it so was, it was it was that dark i'm trying to think of another movie reminded me of, but it was that i think it was no, dirty n- dirty was no muddy. sunlight yeah oh, oh, unforgiven reminded me a little bit of like the beginning of unforgiven sure like, I, I, just the way it's shot where you just feel like, like you feel these are, dirty while you're watching it like you just yeah, look yeah. at them and you think everybody just smells and you're just like ugh, the, the colonial america sucked <laughs> like, yeah just, yeah and and, and it was all all like, and I'm glad I had subtitles on because it was a lot of praying and really yeah. religious speak, and like the son Caleb asking about the the, the baby Samuel who got taken, like, is he going to heaven or hell? And the way they talk and all that, like, and the guy who played the dad, the guy who played um, what was the main, what was the dad's name? I don't know. That's Ralph Ralph Ensign, I believe. Yeah, but I, again, good job. I think good mm-hmm. job. Good job all around, acting wise. That they again, I think they captured the time period of 1600s New England. Um, it and then, helped. It helped the sense of confusion as you're watching it because you're still trying to acclimate yourself to that time period with the speech and the dirtiness and the stinkiness yeah. and everything. And then you're throwing in stuff that could quite possibly have a reasonable explanation. But at this time, they didn't friggin' know. They were all dumb back then. They didn't right. know right. what stuff was and how to explain it properly. And so everything is considered witchcraft. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's not, that movie's not for everybody, Steve. Like that's, no. that's no, why. No. So yeah, there's, there's a couple things with it. So, the the sound like the soundtrack and that scary music like the way they use the shrieking string mm-hmm. instruments and all that stuff like literally they could have played that soundtrack and just had a picture of the woods <laughs> and it would have scared the crap out of me that's mm-hmm. how good of a job it, that that sound bed and that score did for building suspense yep right building like putting you on pins and needles like what the hell is going on i don't know what's happening all of that yeah. the challenge i had and maybe you can help me because i I was I had a little hard time following the end. 
Sure. Like I, I was like, what is like where they where they put the kids in the barn with the goats? And we knew the goats were bad, and then like stuff happened, and I just I, I had a hard time following it. Like where the mom fit fit in? Because the wasn't the mom like a witch? I think they're all witches. I think that's the this is her the the main character's like coming of age and blossoming into a witch. But the end is supposed to be kind of nebulous. Like you don't really there's you can Google it. There's there's countless people that'll give you their interpretations. But that's not the way it's supposed to be, Steve. Like that's why I I right. wanted you to watch this is because it's not supposed to have a definitive answer. It's just supposed to be questioning everything that's going on there. What was right. real and what was supernatural and whether any of it was kind of makes you want to rewatch it again. <laughs> right. Like just so. Yeah. You can... Yeah. It was almost like that. Um, oh crap. What was that? We've talked about this before the time travel movie that you had me watch that I had to watch like three times before I really understood it. The time travel one. Yeah, when? What, the, what? What? When do we do time travel movies? See, that was um, early. that was last season. That yeah, was I early. Th- it, so it's funny. I went through all of our things. So I have so Cleveland sports <laughs> remakes, Marvel movies, Saturday morning cartoons, time travel. What did I make you watch? For did time we not travel? do time travel? Sniglets. Did I make you watch time crimes? Is that the sp- no? It's oh. it was like Ricochet or something. No, that was the Ice T movie, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait. Did we do time travel? Yeah, we did. Time was lava. <laughs> movies. Um, that was a predestination, was it? <laughs> the one where the guy goes back and is his own mom. Primer. Prime. Yes, That's the one you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, that was one of those things where I had to watch that a couple of times. And, and again, that one ricochet. was kind of a little bit. You said ricochet. <laughs> it's not even close. It's like you're a famous it's a one actor. Word. Goes, it's a one word. Famous thing. actor that goes by Jim. Oh, yeah, Jim Woods. That's how he's always listed in his movie <laughs> credits. Woods. Hey, we're on a first name basis, Jim, Jim Woods and I. You better not be. That dude's a fucking piece of shit. Is he? Oh, God, yeah. Like, he's like Tammy Lauren left wing uh, i don't even know how to classify the wings anymore but he's super conservative left or what, right right whatever yeah. he's re- super okay. republican and doesn't yeah. believe in anything all right so back to the witch <laughs> so I, I i probably need to rewatch the ending of it but sure. overall i, th- I, I probably I have that. to do steve i haven't watched it since maybe a, like six eight months ago yeah I watched it twice. The first time I fell asleep because it is very, very slow. I told you that it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah. It was a slow. It's a slow build. But I mean, I mean, they get right into it. Like the baby's gone, and then sure. like Caleb disappears, meets up with the witch, comes home. He's all scarred, and it was yeah. It and was there's enough weird stuff peppered in in between yep. to keep the mystery going and the unease going. Yeah, and they kept talking about leaving the church. Yeah. Like the family, and then they talk about going back and all that stuff. So, and the and the mom was a really hard character. Like, you felt like she might be behind it, and then with the twins and them, like the constant taunting. Uh, it, it was almost like Nightmare on uh, Elm Street, where they do the Freddy nursery rhyme. Yeah, like they kept making up those songs about Black Philip. You're like, that's it. I mean, that's they're they're talking about him like he's the devil, and and he's obviously got control of him. And then at the end. When he speaks to Thomason, I was like, there it is. <laughs> there, the stupid goat. Stupid Black goat. Philip. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, it was solid. It was not a waste of my time. Okay, um, fair enough. That's going to kind of cater say, what, yeah. what your next next assignment is. See, there's one that I really want you to watch just because it's really good. And if Janine likes relic, it's not super scary, but the the Haunting of Hill House. The guy Mike Flanagan, the guy that's directing that new the sequel to The Shining called Doctor mm-hmm. Sleep that's coming out. Yep. He did a series for uh Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House and it's going to be an anthology. Like each season's going to take like a famous haunted house story and tell mm-hmm. this it's it's really 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 good, but it's also ten episodes, so I can't give you. Uh, yeah, I've heard about it. I heard it was, people are talking about it. I said it was really scary. Yes, and and no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a thing like the haunting of Hill House is pretty. I mean, people were like, that's pretty 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 scary. It's pre- it's an iconic it's an iconic story, but it makes it more about the family, and they they lucked out and got some really really good likable actors that you haven't really seen before. I think Dario, the one guy played Dario Naharis on Game of Thrones and stuff, but like there's not and then obviously Henry Thomas plays the dad, the the young version of the dad. Do you remember? Do you know who Henry Thomas is? The kid from yeah. E. T. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah, gr- yeah. the grown up version of him and he's really good in it and Carla Guguino is really good in it. You would really like it, but I can't give you that as an assignment because it's 10 hours. I want you to watch 10 hours of television by the time we record the next podcast. Yeah, I can't. I can't That's do that. That's not really fair. Dad's so. coming out this week. And, yeah. Yeah, I can't do All right. That. So I'll, I'll find a, I'll think of a movie. I got a few other ones. But now if you like The Witch, that means you like kind of atmospheric. The, I, I would go to I, – I, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say The Witch is a little bit more suspense. Okay. Well, what um, if you could pick like a subgenre of horror? What would like if you had to pick one movie that you really liked as a horror movie? I can find something that's very very similar. Say you liked the first Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street or Timescape. What was it? What was that? The Brain Scan? Brainscape? What was the one with the Dennis Quaid about dreams? Do you remember that one, Steve? <laughs> They no. used to go on each other's Hellraiser? Dreams. No. Hellraiser. I can give you some good ones if you like that <laughs> kind of stuff, dude. No. Maybe, maybe, I need, uh, maybe I need a Rob Zombie movie. Maybe I need a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. It's all, yeah? It's all, it's all style. There's no substance in it. Oh, really? Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses is is really good, but... The ones since, eh. Eh. Like, all the ones since then haven't... Like, Lords of Salem was interesting but they all feel like music videos for his kind of music you know what i mean like they just feel like heavy metal movies versus horror movies which i mean i don't i don't want to knock it because so there's some good stuff in it and there's some good suspense but overall i just all right so i haven't done i originally was going to do our favorite horror franchises which had to have at least three installments so i haven't done like the cabin in the woods like really good steve Steve, oh, but really... it's not a it's not a go to genre for me. Like I don't sit down at the end of a long week and be like I need to put on a horror movie. No, like, Steve, I just want to. If you have stand up comedy or documentary <clears throat> or okay, something. but if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, then you need to watch it because it's not technically a horror movie. It's a deconstruction of horror movies. You'll see. I really like Dale and Tucker, by the way. <laughs> Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I really think they should make a sequel. But there's mm-hmm. other ones that I could give you along those lines. Like there's a one called cooties about a zombie outbreak at a uh, elementary school with Elijah Wood and, uh, Rain Wilson. The guy that played, what's his name on the office? Dwight. 
That's really good. Mm. I wouldn't say really good. It's funny. Well, come up, come up with one. Let's 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 branch out here. Why don't you pick one? Um, a a a first episode from a franchise of three or more that I should watch. Oof. Franchise of three or more. I have to do it right now. <laughs> no, no, you have to. I'm not going to put okay. you on the spot, but I'm, I'm, come up with something. I mean, have you ever seen any of the Final Destination movies? No, we've talked about that. Um, don't I, you don't even necessarily have to watch the first ones to pick up the later ones because the later ones are actually the better ones because the Rube Goldberg machine of violence becomes more. It becomes about those. Like the first ones is just about death coming for you and this whole you can't cheat death because it's just going to find you anyway. But then once it gets into the later ones, Steve, like there is some truly horrific stuff that is it has affected me to to this point in my life steve i'm 40 mm. years old and i won't drive behind a big rig that has lumber on the back of it like just just loose lumber like just kind of tight strapped down to like a trailer i won't drive behind those solely because of the final destination movies okay because there's a series of things that happen about like a piece of lumber coming off and it becomes this whole accident scene of people getting impaled and stuff like dude there's one where uh, eye surgery goes wrong like a laser eye surgery oh god no no i don't need <laughs> but that's what i mean steve they do really good job about you know i'm not saying you even have to watch that one i don't know which one that's in you don't necessarily have to pick that well, one. Yeah, but. think about this. We've got a couple weeks left. Okay. I'll give me bother. a haunted house one. Give me a franchise. Give me, you know, something. I came like really close to going to see. They're doing a, I think it's the 40th. Yeah, the 40th anniversary of Alien. They're re-releasing it in theaters for like three or four days. I came close to going to see it. Hmm. It came out the weekend of my birthday. The original one. May 22nd, 1979. I think it was that weekend is when it came out. Would you classify? I'm, I'm, I just thought of a movie. That, maybe you have. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't. Probably. Genre: <laughs> comedy, drama, fantasy, thriller. So no, it's not horror. Uh, he never died. That's the yeah. You told me to watch it. That's the Henry Rollins one, right? The Henry Rollins, yeah. where he's the essentially pissed, uh, pissed off angel. Well, he's the. Isn't he like the angel of death? Yeah. Whatever. Wasn't he fired? <laughs> no, 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 no. He was. It was Cain and Abel. It was one of the Cain and Abel. I don't remember the original. Whatever. Yeah, you told me to watch it. It's Henry Rollins, man. I like Henry Rollins. I do too. I just. I guess that's not a horror. Anyways, but something like that, I would like. But. Okay. Let me yeah, ponder it. Pick, pick, pick something out. Send it to me. I'll pick it. Uh, do you, would you just pick uh, pick a streaming service, either Amazon Prime or Netflix. One of the two. Don't say both. <laughs> that's good. I have I have that in Hulu. That's not helping me. I need to be able to narrow it down before I just start finding stuff on all of these sites for you. Okay, I'm not going to do it off the top of my head because I don't want to give you a shitty one. All right, fair enough. So you want a haunted house one? You want one like he never died and something else? Did you ever see the prophecy? That was really good. Watch Cabin in the Woods though. That might be your assignment for next week. Seriously. Okay. And then I'll give you, like, one at the end for Big Halloween. Did I tell you what my costume is, Steve? Ooh, black and white. Give me a black and white. Ooh. I love black and white. Black. Jeez. Like, you want old black and white? Like, or just something that was shot in black and white? You know what I mean? I mean like, there's a difference. Day, like, Young Frankenstein is one of my favorite movies. Regardless of genre, whatever. There's just the way it's shot, the black and white, the story. That Like, I don't know. It's just one of my favorites. 
I like black and white. I get, I don't know because I grew up at it. Like when I was really young, like we still had black and white. Like I had a black and white TV on Wayne Street. Yeah, in the my, original Psycho is black and white. Ooh, ooh. All right. Well, the original we The original House on Haunted Hill is black and white with Vincent Price. Hmm. Uh, I like the way they did the the gothic stuff looks really good in black and white. Like yes, even it like does. the stuff they did in the old Adams family. Dude, watch like, the original haunting. Not the f- stupid Liam Neeson, Owen Wilson, Catherine Zeta Joan abomination that they remade, the nineteen <laughs> the nineteen sixties one. Really good. It's dude, they did a lot of like really good practical effects in it and it holds up. Alright. Alright. Give me a uh you don't have to do it right now, but give me a give me a black and white horror movie that's, what I was that's just, one of these and that's then, what i was but, just doing like the haunting that's a haunted house that's one? a haunted house and a black and white that kills two of your prerequisites right there or and the house is it uh the haunting i think it was 1963 and uh house on haunted hill 1959 with yeah. vincent price oh yeah or if Steve, you want to go, you want to go way back. Watch the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, nineteen twenty nine. It's one of the most. The, the, what was the other, What was the other one? Said the the House on the House on a Haunted Hill. Haunted Hill with Vincent Price. There's a modern black and white one that you might like. A girl walks home alone at night. It's like a Iranian vampire movie. It's really good. All right, those are ones you get. But watch Cabin in the Woods, dude. You really like it. I think Janine might even like it. It's violent, but it's it's like I don't want to say comedic violence, but it's done for a reason. I love that movie. What was that? Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Right. It's a smart deconstruction of the horror genre. It gives reasons for all the stupid things that happens in horror movies, and they're kind of believable. So. Cool. cool. You ever see? Um, you ever see Die Die My Darling? No, not that I can remember. Tubula Bankhead, Stephanie Bowers. I haven't seen it either, but I had the movie poster. Why? Just because it looked cool? Yeah. Well, I had that whole horror movie bathroom when I was a bachelor. It was like all horror movie, like vintage horror movie posters, like black and white horror movie posters. I had the. The only the, thing uh, that comes up the is the psycho mis- shower curtain. The Misfits thing. The Misfits. Yeah, the Misfits have a whole thing that's called Die, Die, My Darling. Mm. Not Bye, Bye, Yeah. <laughs> With Tallulah, Tallulah Bankhead is the demon. Yes. Stephanie Powers is the darling. Yes. That's, that's a cool poster. No, I don't believe I've ever seen that. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we might get out of this one early. Yeah. 42 minutes. There you go. All right. Anything else to add? Uh... Browns suck. <laughs> hey, keep fighting the good fight. All right. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for this one. Let's. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at MatchWits or go to our website at MatchWits.com. Uh, rate us, follow us on your, your uh, or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, which iTunes, uh, Google, uh, Himalaya app, Spotify, uh, those type of things. Um, and Chris, before you take us out, I do want to do one thing. I'm gonna, I, I try to. I don't know if you, Chris, you listen to the end of the the episode. I try I to do. do different songs to take us out, something timely. Um, so, but I never say anything what it means. But this one, uh, this one, th- this week's is going to go out to Rick Ocasek from the Cars. Uh, passed away. I think it was last week. 
Um, so we're going to go out with one of my favorite Cars songs of all time. Uh, with that, Chris, take us out. I bid you adieu. All right. Later, brother. See you, brother. Nothing's wrong